Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Hey, welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you doing today, my friends? How you feeling? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? You can't ask for better than that. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, I want to ask you, have you been keeping up with your physical therapy? Whether it be virtual or you're going into the office, have you been keeping up with it? That's very important. If you don't use it, you lose it. And in our case, in a disabled person's case, it uh, if you lose it, it's gone for good. So make sure you keep up with your physical therapy. How are you making out with your medication? You're taking it on time. You're taking it. You're getting it delivered to the house. There's something else I want to talk to you about. I heard some people saying, well, I missed the dose, so I just skipped it and I took the next dose. That's very dangerous. Skipping doses of medication is very dangerous, especially with certain medications like insulin, heart medication, those are, these are, these, there's certain medications that you just can't skip. Now, all right, you're human. You forget to take medication. I, I know it happens to me often, too often sometimes. And you have to figure out what you, what you can skip and what you have to take. Now, I'm lucky I have a nurse for a wife, but if you don't have a nurse for a wife, the first thing you should do once you realize you've skipped your medication, you you forgot about it, whatever, and hours have passed since you should have taken it, you should call your doctor and just run it past them. What should you do? Should you take all your medications? Because you have another uh, dose coming up maybe in a couple of hours. If you can't get a hold of your doctor, call your pharmacy where you get your medications filled. But call somebody and check. Don't just skip your medication. That's very important. Don't skip medications. Okay? Before we go any further, let me remind you that an apple a day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast, so if you get a minute, go over there, check it out. While you're running around the web, stop by our group page at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living. That's going to bring you to a page that says living with a disability. That's an apple a day page. So go over there, check it out. There's a lot of nice people. There's conversations going on. Join in the conversations. You never know. You might make some new friends that could be lifelong friends. And there's people from all over the world in that group. So you're going to meet people that you you probably never have a, have a chance to meet. So t- check it out. It's www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living. Well, we got a good one for you today. As I told you during the week, we're going to talk about things to get ready for the cold weather. And that's good not only for people that have disabilities, but for everybody. I also have some information on COVID-19, naturally. And I have a couple of emails here that I want to answer because other people might be be thinking the same things. And I, I, I feel like I should answer them. They're not nasty at all, but they they 
do ask an interesting question. So we're going to jump right into this. So sit back, relax, and I think we're going to start with the with the emails. So sit back, relax, and let's get started here. I have two emails here I want to address. The first one comes to me from Melissa T. from Greenville, South Carolina. And she writes, I enjoy your podcast most of the time. And I'm a member of the Living with a Disability group. So I don't want you to think that I don't appreciate the things you do for disabled people. I hope I don't offend by asking these questions as that I, probably like some others, am merely curious. Okay. I read your information on the famous Apple website. Is any of that exaggerated? I'm not asking this because I think you're lying. (laughs) If you're asking if I'm exaggerating, that's kind of like asking if I'm lying. But I find it hard to believe that someone with so much wrong can have such a positive attitude. That's the first part of the question. Second part is, why do you say at the end of the podcast... Things can be worse because other people have it worse than you. I don't say that. I say things can always be worse because other people wish that they were in your position. That's what I say. That almost sounds mean. Jimmy, please understand that I really do enjoy the podcast. I'm a subscriber and I listen to every episode. I don't agree with all your opinions sometimes. Like the drug addiction, and alcoholism, but for the most part, I do. That's a little bit confusing. Keep up the good work. Melissa T. Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. Well, Melissa, let's start with the first part of your question. No, I'm not exaggerating anything on the famous Apple website. As a matter of fact, I have to add to that. I was in the hospital, if you recall, back in February that's not on that list and they did a biopsy of the artery in my left temple and diagnosed me with giant cell arteriolitis and just recently I found out that I was misdiagnosed. So I've been on a severely high dose of steroids since February and they're trying to wean me off them now and It's very difficult for anyone that's ever been on steroids. And I know a lot of people have, people with asthma, sometimes they put them on steroids. And if you're on it for any length of time, it affects your entire body. And you get the moon face. So my face is blown up. Well, actually, it's starting to come down as they're weaning me off. But my face blew up like a balloon. I look like an Oompa Loompa (laughs) with a goatee. (laughs) But it is what it is. So it's easier to be negative. I'll be honest with you. It's it's real easy to be negative and give the woes me and wring your hands and beat your chest. Because people can look at you and sympathize and say, oh, that poor guy. And if you want attention, good, bad, or indifferent, that's one way to get it. But if you want to live your life in the negative sense, that's that's pitiful, really. I decided for myself a long time ago, I can either be mad at the world over something that can't be changed because what's happening to me physically can't be fixed. It's 
progressive, okay? And I know eventually where it's going to end, but so that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Everyone's going to end the same way. I'm just going to end a little bit quicker, probably. But, you know, you can either be mad and sad and feel sorry for yourself the whole time, or you can be positive and think that maybe, just maybe, you have this problem because you're able to handle it. Whatever problem you have, Melissa, you may have it because you can handle it. I'm a firm believer. Now, I know I'm not trying to make this a religious program or something, but I'm a firm believer. God gives you as much as you can handle. Now, if, you, if you're just going to bury your head in the sand and say, I can't handle anymore, God knows different. Or whoever you believe in knows different and knows you can handle more. I used to be one of those people that would say, if I ever got diabetes, I'm going to die. Simply because I was scared to death of needles. Now, you'd never know that to look at me because I have tattoos. But there's a big difference <laughs> between getting a tattoo from a tattoo shop where the guy's wearing a jacket that says Hell's Angels on the back and he's carrying a sword <laughs> and going to a doctor where the guy is littler than you and he's going to jab you with the needle. There's a big difference. I, I, I don't have enough time to explain it, but you don't want to cry in front of the guy that says, <laughs> says Hell's Angels on the back of his jacket. But I was deathly afraid of needles. And now I'm a diabetic. I didn't die. Um, get, I give myself insulin. Now I'm on a pump. And anyone that knows the pump knows that you still have to stick yourself with needles and you still have to stick your hands, you know, to do blood tests. And you still have to go for blood tests. And with all the other things that I have wrong with me, I, I, I go for blood tests, it seems like, every two weeks. Right now I have a pick line in me because of, because of an infection in my body. That was the last time I was in the hospital. I had to go into the hospital for the day just to have the PICC line installed. And the reason I had to go into the hospital is because of all my other ailments. So I have a PICC line in me and I get antibiotic infusions daily. So yeah, it, sometimes it gets overwhelming, but it's not that bad. No matter what, it's not that bad. You just have to deal with it. As for your second part of your question... I never said things can be worse because other people have it worse. I said things can always be worse because somebody somewhere is wishing that they were in your position right now. And that holds true for the person that's wishing that they were in your position because there's someone wishing that they were in their position. No matter what, we always think that we, we have it the worst, but somebody else has it worse than us. Or it works the other way, too. Sometimes we think we're the strongest. Now, you hear those old stories about people that go to prison. They're not as tough as they think they are because there's a thousand other tough guys looking to kick their ass. <laughs> so it works the same way with illness. You're not the worst case scenario no matter what. Hey, I'm rolling around here with one leg, nine stents in my heart, stents in my carotid artery, my prosthetic in my other carotid artery. I'm losing the sight in my left eye. I have no feeling in my hands. I have no feeling in my right foot. But people have it worse than me. They honestly do. 
And that's the what that's what I'm saying by that. So don't think that you have it the worst. Other people have it harder than you. So you're not at rock bottom. There's ways to pull yourself up. And that's why I'm that's what I'm trying to say by that. There's ways to pull yourself up. There's ways to be positive. Being positive is not always easy. It takes strength to be positive. And I feel like everybody, everybody has that strength in them. Okay? That's what I meant by that, Melissa. And thank you for listening to the podcast. And no, I don't take offense at it. I enjoy getting the emails. And you know what? If everyone always agreed, I don't want people to agree with me all the time. If everyone always agreed, think about how boring this world would be. I don't like people that are just yes people. I do like people with different opinions because it gives us something to talk about. If we all agreed, we had nothing, we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you, Melissa. Please keep listening and please keep writing in. All right, the next email comes from Bob in Little Rock. He says, Jimmy Apple, I helped my sister take care of our mother who has had two strokes. She's been left with weakness and needs a wheelchair to get around now. Between my sister and I, we are able to drive her to a doctor's appointments, but my sister insists that about doing these virtual appointments with her. Her reasoning is to keep her safe from COVID. My concern is that doing most of her doctor visits online is going to cause her to somehow lose her disability benefits. I hear you talk about the virtual doctor visits frequently. Do you think my sister is doing the right thing? Bob Little Rock. Well, Bob, let me say this. Medicare and other insurances are paying for virtual visits for their patients. They're actually suggesting virtual doctor's appointments. No, I don't think it's going to affect your mom's social security disability benefits in the least. As a matter of fact, I think your sister's doing the right thing. Your mother's immune system is compromised. The better she can stay away from being able to catch this COVID-19, the better off it is for her. It's dangerous out there. And if she can get away with doing virtual visits right from her house, then by all means, that's the way to do it. It's less of a hassle on your mom. Think about it. It's less of a traumatic thing after what she's been through having a stroke. Now, again, I hate to keep bringing myself into it. I know what it's like to have a stroke. I've had three. And believe me, it that takes the life out of you for quite a while. So if your mom can do her doctor visits from the comfort of her own home and she's blessed to have a son and a daughter taking care of her, hey, do it from the house. And she's, she's a very lucky woman. She's a very lucky woman. She survived. She's got her two children. And she's able to see the doctor from the comfort of her own bed. Don't worry about her, her disability benefits. They're going to they're gonna be there. Okay? Until such times as Medicare or the insurance companies say, we're not paying for this anymore. You have to go to the doctor in his office then that's a different story. But as long as Medicare is still covering the bill for you to have virtual visits, everything is fine. Okay, put your mind at ease, Bob. And again, thank you for writing in. Thank you for the questions. And thank you for listening to the podcast. Now, for anyone else that has questions or comments, anything, you can write me at jimmy at famousapple.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y at famousapple.com. 
www.thepodcastmaker.com. All right, let's move on here. We're going to talk about some tips for surviving the cold weather. Let me just start off by saying this isn't just cold weather prep. This is also prep for the COVID virus return. So I hope you have a pen and paper next to you or I'm going to put this on the on the group page, this list. But let's go over it one by one, I guess. Now, this more or less is to protect yourself from the COVID virus and the cold weather. Change your filters, okay? Change the filters in your heat pump, your 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 house filters. If you if you have a heat pump in your house or your oil heat filters or whatever, change your filters. In your car, change your cabin filter. Very important. We spoke about this several times during the year. Every six months, every season, you should change your cabin filter. Now, I know the cabin filter costs about 50 bucks to change. It's well worth the money. Change your filters. Number two, stock up on masks and gloves, okay? Keep a supply of masks and gloves in your car as well as in your house. You never know when you're going to need them. If you break down, you want to make sure you have masks and gloves. Now, stock up on disinfectant wipes, sprays, bleach. I keep the disinfectant wipes and sprays. I keep a can of spray and a canister of wipes in my cars, in my wife's car, my car, and I keep them in the house. And I always make sure that I keep bleach, toilet paper, and paper towels. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about going out and hoarding. You know what happened the last time. People were buying toilet paper. For what reason? I don't know. But make sure you have it in your house. (laughs) You don't want to get caught short. When it does come down to it, if it comes down to it, that they're calling for lockdowns because they are calling for lockdowns. They're calling for lockdowns in different parts of New York City right now. And as I told you last time, England is under a a countrywide lockdown for a month at this point. It actually started yesterday. So make sure you have the supplies like that that you need in the house. That's one of the last things you really want to run out of. Another thing, now this is near and dear to my heart. Make sure you have coffee or if you're a tea drinker, tea, powdered creamer, sugar or sweetener, whichever you use, and honey. That's the one that's right next to the toilet paper. That's the other thing you don't want to run out of. Now, the other thing is make sure you have propane gas for your barbecue grill or charcoal for your barbecue grill. That can be a lifesaver if the power goes out. You'll still be able to cook food. You'll still be able to make coffee, boil water. Make sure you have batteries and flashlights and AM, FM radio. You know, like the little boom boxes. Nothing fancy, just something that you can get the news on or music just to entertain yourself. But make sure you have plenty of batteries and flashlights. I don't recommend candles. So many accidents happen with candles. You fall asleep or a pet knocks them over. God forbid. So I I say stick with with, uh, flashlights and make sure you have batteries. Make sure you have a cell phone charger for your car in case, again, power goes out. 
fill up your propane and fill up your propane gas and oil tanks for your house before the first official day of winter. Okay? Pay up your electric bill before the first official day of winter. Stock up on bottled water and dry food goods. By dry food goods, I mean cereal, pasta, whatever whatever doesn't have to be refrigerated that's edible, stock up on it. Make sure you have it for the winter. Check the condition of your durable medical equipment. What do I mean by that? All right, if you use a walker, make sure the wheels are tight, make sure the wheels are good. If you don't use, if you don't have the wheels on your walker, make sure the the legs, the grips on the bottom are good. Same thing with the crutches. Make sure, make sure the tips of your crutches are good. Make sure the tips of your canes are good. If you use a wheelchair, make sure your wheelchair, your, your wheels are tight and your wheels are in good shape. If not, this is the time to start replacing them. Not the time when you get out in the snow or the ice and you get stuck. If you have an electric wheelchair that you, you use for your independence, have the battery checked now. You don't want to get out in the cold weather and all of a sudden the battery craps out on you and you're stuck. Check your prescriptions for refills. Make sure you have refills on all your prescriptions. Right before the first day of winter, check your prescriptions. Make sure you have full refills for the entire winter. If not, call your doctor. Prepare and post a list of important phone numbers in different places in your home. This way, God forbid you fall or you're stuck or you're sick. Post one on your refrigerator. Post one in your bedroom. One in the bathroom. Wherever in your house, just put it on your, put it on your computer, type it up, and make several copies. And just leave them around the house. Doctors, ambulance, police, fire. Keep your car gas tank filled as well as all of the fluids, including... Just as important as your gas tank being full, including your windshield wiper fluid. You know how it is when you're driving in crummy weather and they're, they're salting the roads and you get the splash up on your windshield. Make sure you always have windshield wiper fluid. Keep an emergency pack in the car, a first aid kit, blankets, dry food, and bottled water. In case, God forbid, you get snowed in or off the road while you're waiting for a tow truck or someone to come to keep yourself warm. Get a supply of ice melt, all right? Not rock salt. Get a supply of ice melt for your house and keep a supply in your car, just in case. These are, this is just a brief list. These are things that you should have, you should have on hand. And you know what? <laughs> it could be, it could be a good a good list to go over and buy people as gifts for the holidays coming up. But get it for yourself first, okay? Make sure that you have these handy and just be safe. Because if you if you read the Farmer's Almanac, now I read the Farmer's Almanac every year. And every year they tell us we're going to have the worst winter we've ever seen. And I don't know, it doesn't always come true. But on the far off chance that it might, it's good to be prepared. All right, let's move on here. Okay, this is just a little bit about COVID-19 this week. And I'm sending this to the people the morons that don't believe in masks. 
They don't believe in social distancing. They don't believe that restaurants should be closed. They don't believe that movie theaters should be closed. In the New York Post, there was an article. It said the U.S. set a record for the number of new coronavirus cases in a single day, recording more than 100,000 cases of the deadly virus on Thursday, November 5th. The U.S. recorded more than 114,000 cases on Thursday, beating the previous record set just the day before, according to a tally kept by the New York Times. 114 new cases and 100,000 the day before. What do you need? A brick to hit you in the head to say, put on the damn mask? I don't understand. I will never understand these people that think, oh, it's a hoax. Yeah, all these people are getting sick and dying just so they can play a hoax on you. It's a government conspiracy, they say. Yeah, all these people are dying just so the government can get one over. Wake up. Wake up, morons. Put on the mask. Wear the mask. If, if not for you, for the people around you, put on the mask. And for all, you, all your nonsense about, I'm an American and this is my right, it's your right to die. It's not your right to kill somebody else, though. All right? Listen, I want to thank you for stopping by today. We, we've been, you've been listening to An Apple A Day. My name is Jimmy Apple. We've got more good stuff coming up for you all next week. So you want to check in regularly. Again, thank you for stopping by. And remember this, my friends. No one ever went blind by looking at things from the bright side. So there you have it. And remember this. The best medicine for anything, anything in the world is left. <laughs>